Let me just fiddle with my papers in front of the camera. Welcome back, everybody, to Crumbus Bumbus and the Burgy Boys. We are the Burgy Boys. All hail Crumbus Bumbus. All hail. hail. (laughs) For the first time ever, I am Porchig. Yay. Joined today by... Oh, Come I thought you were going to like, say somebody's Come name on. and then wait for them to respond. <laughs> I thought you were going to respond. I was going to let you respond first. All right, I was waiting for him to go, Cheese Fund! And like, for you to say, hey, it's Cheese Fund here. No, I'm Cheese Fund. <laughs> I'm the annoying, shrill one yeah, of the group. True, but I am also annoying and I am Monkey of Mist. Uh, I'm just annoying in the sense of I explain Cheese Fund jokes to him. Uh, yeah, which, it's a which, constant which he problem. he absolutely loves, I've even though he's been he dealing with it for does. years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also love self-referential humor as well, so I'll just keep that coming too. Uh, so all good. Welcome to the newest episode, episode three of season two, oh, where we're going to talk about the new hard-hitting news and topics that all we always do. How's Fake everyone news. No, uh, I'm not too bad. How's yourself? I mean, how's your week? We can't just be like, oh, yeah, it was okay. (laughs) All right, that's the podcast, folks. Claiming to your thanks. Thanks Thanks for watching, everybody. It's more in the lines of just saying, I'm I'm doing okay, and how are you? And then just, like, going on about how what we've been doing for the week kind of thing, rather than uh, me just being like, oh, I'm good. That's just what I've been doing, blah, 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 blah. And then we can... It seems as if I'm rude as fuck, being like... Hey. That's a really good structure for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm feeling pretty shitty, to be honest. Oh, yeah? I want a goddamn job, man. I had a very interesting experience. Last podcast, we talked about how I was going to a job interview. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I went to said job interview. Okay, how'd it go? Uh, well, I, I went through the first pass of interviews, okay? Interviews? It was very... It, it was, was very businessy. Well, like, the thing is, I'm just the best at getting interviews. I'm, like, 100% the best human being on the planet. Uh, so, <laughs> obviously, right. I'm going to get right. through... I'm going to get through the first pass of interviews, no problem. So, I go in, okay? First interview session was perfectly normal. It was applying for, like, a marketing job. It's advertised as a marketing job. I was like, sweet. You know, uh, sounds like fun. I can learn a bit about marketing, and I can do this shit. Uh, I didn't realize that it was... Oh, what do they call it again? Uh, event sure. marketing. Oh, yeah. What's okay. event marketing? Event marketing, to me, sounded cool. It, I thought it was like going to events, like conventions and stuff, okay. uh, and doing stuff like that, and like trying to up sales that way. It's not that. So it's very different, but we'll get to that later. Uh, okay. okay. It's a whole... This is a whole tale. kid's birthday party. Just a whole tale. It was... A whole tale. A okay. tale of okay. Um, so the first pass of interviews went okay. I walk in. I've got like my CV. They asked me to print off my CV again so I can hand it to the receptionist, etc. And they know who I am. I go in. The receptionist is like the nicest person on the planet. I'm the first person there. There's like a whole bunch of people coming for interviews later. So I'm the first person there. I'm like, how's it going? And then we start chatting. Chat to the receptionist. We start talking about video games because that's my way out, out of any conversation. That's how I got into university. So I'm going to stick by it. Okay. <laughs> she starts talking about how she loves Resident Evil. I'm like, man, I was streaming Resident Evil last night, bitch. Uh, so we, we get going. We talk about that. Then the manager person comes out, the boss lady. And she's like, oh, Liam, for the interview. But she comes in as I'm talking. So I'm like, boom, look at me. I'm perfect at marketing. I'm talking to the person already. I will not let them shut up. Uh, And then she's like, okay, coming through the interview. It was like the supernatural process. Not supernatural, but super space natural. (laughs) Was your interviewer a witch? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, No, she she was lovely. Uh, And that whole thing went fine. It was like, hey, what, what skills do you have? Why do you think you're good for this job? I'm like, bam, bam, bam. All good, all done, go home, uh, get a call back. They're like, you got to the second stage. I was like, obviously, come on now. Obviously, like, I'm, I'm, obviously. I'm, we wouldn't I'm, want to hire cheese fund. My favorite moment was, uh, she was like, so how do you feel out of your comfort zone? And I'm like, well, I'm here, haven't I? And then she was like, <laughs> she was like <laughs> oh funny. shit, dude, you got the job. I'm sorry, um, that is the 
That is such a stupid question. How do you feel outside of your comfort zone? Well, uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what kind of a question is that? Of course you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but then you don't know what happened in the second stage. Okay. okay. Oh, God. Oh, climb, Jesus. So you're out your comfort zone. <laughs> I thought I was great outside my comfort zone, but things got weird. So uh, I go home. They're like, the second stage interviews is literally tomorrow. Oh uh, come in, dress smart. Uh, dress in smart business clothes. You know me, I've got a wardrobe full of them. Put on all my smart business clothes. Every and single I one of them. You wear like five <laughs> suit jackets, a couple of pairs of fancy pads. Yep. Uh, I was wearing shoes on shoes on shoes, <laughs> three hats, uh, three fedoras. I tipped them all to the receptionist uh, individually. Uh so I buzz in in the morning uh, in the lovely city of Edinburgh. I buzz in, I go upstairs, and as I'm going up, it's on the third floor, I'm going up the stairs, I start to hear what sounds like chanting getting closer oh and God. closer. You sacrificed like a goat or something? That'd be pretty <laughs> far outside my comfort zone. It was pretty terrifying. So there's like this chanting getting louder and louder. Uh, and I go up to the third floor, and the chanting is, like, blaring at this point. And there's music playing, and there's this closed door, the door that I've never been behind. Uh, so I go to where I know the reception is. I go to the receptionist, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. I'm here for the second stage, and they're just like, oh, very good. We talk about our favorite animals. Uh, we talk about Ember Zoo. It's a giggle. It's what, a goof. It's a gaff. What is your favorite animal? That is the question. Well, there was another guy there. Right. And the the whole conversation was about animals, and he says, "Oh well, my favorite animal is a dog. I like dogs a lot." I'm like, "Okay, that's fair enough." And she's also like, "I like dogs." Now, how would you proceed with this? You've been. I would have been oh. like, "I like monkeys." So you're dealt with the question. Uh, what's your favorite animal? The two people in the room say dogs are pretty cool. Okay. Right. How do you proceed? I'd be like monkeys because they are like dogs but in trees. That's <laughs> how to get people into their uh, or completely out of their comfort zone. I'd be like, look, okay. I can work with comfort zones. <laughs> I guess you'd be like, yeah, dogs, dogs are pretty good as well. I like my insert favorite animal here, platypuses. I like platypuses. Platypuses are they, why are you not? Are they are they duck? Are they a beaver? Who knows? Okay, you took the same. You took the same route as me, where it's like you picked an animal and then led on to the next part. Like you asked a question, so you answered the question with the question. Okay, I, I didn't really do that. Uh, I tried my best to, but I tried to be honest as What's well. What's that so animal? I was, like, I was like, man, you know, I like dogs. I've always had dogs, but if I could have a penguin, you know, I'd have one of those instead. And then I led on to, because we were talking about the zoo earlier. I was like, did you know that Enbra has a knighted penguin called Sir Nils Olaf? <laughs> I did not know that. Holy crap. And in this moment, everyone freaks out. I'm like, boom. That's <laughs> right. Mind knowledge. blown. <laughs> She's supposed to be working. And I'm like, go on, fucking Google it. I dare you. She's like, you're a liar. There's no way. I'm like, yeah, there is. Google it right now. Uh, she Googles it. It's true. I've just sealed the deal. I've got the job, baby. No. <laughs> All this time, by the way, the chanting is still going. Like it's, a, you can hear it what, from the what, other room. What kind of chanting is this? Is this like like school kids like singing a bad song, or is it like It's, it's like somewhere in between, because it's it's behind a closed door, which gives you the culty vibe. Uh, is it a lot of but people? They're, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's there's clearly a lot of movement going on, so it's kind of like a dance party. It's like a child's dance party crossed with a cult meeting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. They're going nuts. Uh, some kid is like just really into the cult, into, into the occult, and decided he wanted a birthday party. <laughs> that you know where he sacrificed the goat and like sung some weird songs. But this is on their floor. This is on the company's floor. <laughs> is this like this, another... they're working right oh, now? Geez. That's their work. Okay. It's not part of the company though, right? It was oh. somebody else. It was just like. A building right next to you, you're hearing it through the wall or something, right? Tell I us. wish. Oh, really? I <laughs> wish. Were you interviewing a, a sacrifices emporium or something like that? Okay. <laughs> so we'll do like a quick rewind here to the start where they're like, coming for the next stage interviews, it's a observation. You're going out on an observation day. 
Okay. So it's just the third stage like, of the interviews. Uh, yeah, first stage CV, second stage interview, third stage observation day, Jesus. which is like a second interview. You're, you're, you're with one of the managers, and you go out for an observation day. I'm like, that's cool. I'll get to see what it's like. Maybe I'll love this. I had a sneaking suspicion that it was uh, running up to people on high streets. Okay. But it's, it's, it's event marketing. Like, they're going to be at events. They call them events. So I'm like, hell yeah. They're like, you're going to be in Edinburgh. You're going to go out. You're going to observate observation. Uh, yep, that's the word. That's the word. You, you're going to observe <laughs> an event, right? So I'm like, sweet. Uh, the people, the chanting stops. Uh, some some lady comes through, some young woman comes through, and she's like, hi, can I, is, like, let's just say, is, is Neil here? And then Neil's like, yeah, that's me. He's the person who likes the dogs. Okay. Not a, not too exciting a guy. He thought that Wee Man from Jackass was dead, but he wasn't. It's fine. Wee Man's okay. Uh, he goes off with this this lady uh, for what seems to be their observation day. That's, that's all good. Then another lady comes through, very friendly. Lady comes through, goes, Liam. I'm like, that's me. How's it going? Shake her hand. <laughs> yeah. Do all those things. <laughs> Did you drop another uh, penguin fact right there? And she, no, I did not. No, by absolutely. the way, do you know? But she's. <laughs> that's Hello, you got, you goes, you got by the way, penguin. <laughs> you got to be prepared with more than one penguin fact for your next interview. That's why you didn't get the job, man. Well, I'm not okay. That's not why I didn't get the job. Don't worry about this. Okay, there's so much more. There's so many more layers to this okay, okay. story. She comes through. We do. The, we do the meetings. We're walking down the stairs. Uh, so she's kind of doing like a little interview thing where she's like trying to trying to gauge my personality, whatever. She's like, uh, "I hope I I hope I was loud enough that you could hear me in there," and I was like, "Shit, okay, so this is a cult. They, they were the ones chanting." She's like, "Yeah, super high energy. Like, whoa, I hope you could hear me." I'm like, "Oh no, oh, it's a cult." So we're going down the stairs. She she does all the interview things. We get in her car. So, sorry, you we still don't know what they were chatting about. No, no, no. I don't get to. I, that's not. I'm not part of that yet. Okay, okay. Which worries me even more because uh, it's an observation day. I want to know what the chanting's about. <laughs> I'm guessing. Let me observe it's like, the chanting, please. I'm guessing it's like you know how when you see videos online of like people at Walmart being like, like hyping up their employees. Yeah. But they're like. Uh, especially on like Black Friday when they're like, today is the day, the biggest shopping day in America. Yeah. We will show them who is boss, and they all go, yeah. Like rip off the Independence Day speech, and they like have like a little <laughs> jingle ready. Like, what would your jingle be? Say you own a company, right? Yeah. Portuguese pies. Portuguese pies. Ooh. Right. Give me like your jingle. And remember, all your employees are gonna have to chant this with you in a locked, sealed room. <laughs> um. Uh, I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. See, there you go. You failed your marketing interview. I'm sorry, I'm this sorry. is why I didn't get the job. Misty, you're going to nail it though, right? Okay, so this is for Portex Pies, yeah? Or am I get my own? No, no, no. You've got your own company. Right. You can quickly name it or I'll name it for name you. Name it for me. I don't mind. Uh, M- Monkey's Magical Emporium of Majestic... That's not a really good name because that's magicians. just really long. Okay, sorry. What about, uh, <laughs> you can't really chant that. Monkers, magic about- and party on the magic of <laughs> Yeah! Well, I mean, that, was a, that was a very good attempt. <laughs> what about. I forgot it halfway through. I was like, uh, Monkey's magic, magic of magicians. What? What about just Misty Mart? Misty Mart. Misty Mart, cause it smart. Misty Mart, cause it smart. Yeah! Did you just say Misty Mart, cause it's smart, gay? No, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! It's um, oh, it's a, it's a it's a mart specifically for gay people, um, oh, and it's misty because um, all the boundaries are um, completely fudged, so nobody knows what's what's going on. You can be man on man, women on women, man on women, whatever you want. You can be gay or lesbian, bisexual. That's that's misty mart. Because it's really it's progressive. Smart. Do you do groceries or do you just it's just for you know? It's up? for picking up other people. This oh, is a I dating see. service, Misty Mart. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that's that, an underground human trafficking system. Good stuff. It's like you don't really... you don't even know that it's not actually for picking up groceries. It's for picking up people. Everybody's consenting. Don't worry. It's not illegal. It's not. Of course, of yeah. course. <laughs> Everybody, that's, come down right. to your local Misty Mart today. 
if you couldn't tell, I just click, point it, and well, wait. I could tell. I could tell. <laughs> it was definitely translated to audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're on the doorstep of the company. She goes, so you're aware of what we're doing today? I'm like, honestly, not really. And she's like, it's an observation day. We'll be going out to an event. They say event a lot. We'll be going out to an event, and you'll be observing us. Uh, do you know what any of our clients are? Uh, did like so and so in your interview tell you what client we're working for currently? I'm like, no. She's like, good. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then if I tell we meet you're the... gonna want to run away. This is so real, dodgy. Have, yeah, yeah, okay, my alarm bells them. are ringing, but I'm like, it's fine, I'm in a city that I know, like, if if anything weird happens, like, I'll know how to get home. Yeah. I'm like, this is easy. Did you, like, find out that you were working for some really evil company that's, like, trying to promote... Well, I mean, every company is evil in the eyes of Chromebooks. Breton first, Breton first, <laughs> something like that. Explode right. migration. I don't know. <laughs> we meet um, the two other people from the team... Uh, I shake their hands. I do. I tell them a penguin fact each. Okay, stuff. Uh, How many penguin facts do you have, Cheese? Three hundred and twenty-six. I'm releasing them in a book, though, oh. so I don't really want to give them away. I got you. I got you. I understand. Uh, it's called. I forgot the number. One hundred and twenty-six <laughs> fun penguin facts by Cheese. I thought it was three hundred twenty-six. You said. Two uh, hundred is coming out in another book. Got you. Uh, it's it's like one of those books. Where if you read it from a certain angle, there's a certain amount of facts, but if you you twist it slightly, it's holographic and the facts change. Oh, oh it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, don't please don't steal copyright me. Uh, so we hop in the car. She's chatting away. We're doing like a car interview. It's like a James Corden's uh, carpool karaoke. Did you have to sing? Uh, I did not. Uh, I wish. See, if I they made you did. sing, that would have been perfect because that would have got you out of your comfort zone. I mean, I was already in a stranger's car, uh, and then what was about to happen made me very uncomfortable. So we're we're driving out. She's asking loads of questions. Why do you think you're g- gonna be good at marketing? And I'm like, money, uh, etc. <laughs> money, <laughs> all those stuff good answers. Yeah, you could have just went because I got blah amount of subscribers I, the, money wasn't the answer that I actually gave subscribers, baby. <laughs> you just, yeah. she asked you questions you just kept like directing the conversation back to penguins <laughs> <laughs> you say you like pingu you ever seen, uh, you ever seen pingu uh, you're pretty good why do you think you're good at marketing <laughs> well um, I was truly inspired by pingu as a kid you know <laughs> it, it was really out there uh, oh god Really making noise out in that barren wasteland, and you know he made plenty of friends. Oh. He was pretty much, pretty much friends with everyone apart from the mailman. You know what I'm saying? Oh god, that's terrifying. Oh. <laughs> um, so that happened. She asked about my CV. She asked about what I've done in the past. I'm like, here's all these cool things that are on my CV, uh, and she's like, that's really cool. And I slowly realized that we're getting, we we passed the zoo. Oh, but fun fact. Okay. So I have like Edinburgh City proper. Yeah, we, hmm. when we hit the zoo, that's like that's the furthest I know of Edinburgh, pretty much. Okay. And we're still going. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but she's asking me all these questions at the same time, so it's like it's like she's trying to trick me. It's like a distraction. Okay. She's like, uh, so so where do you think the best place to do this is? Like, uh, and then she's like, okay, so the example was, uh, so what we do is we talk to people and we try and sell them a product. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. She's like, so where do we think we're going to do this? Because we're not going to drive to a call center. That would be stupid. And I'm like, obviously. <laughs> she's like, we're not going business to business. I'm like, okay. Uh, and she's like, where do you think we're going? Listen, we like, just passed some- the zoo a couple seconds ago. There. I don't know if you know, they have penguins there. <laughs> Honestly, penguins are the future of marketing. And I think we should stop off back there. That'd be great. She's talking as if it's like this big reveal. And I'm like... I'm like going back to my original suspicions. I'm like a shopping center, right? Uh-huh. Which was like probably my worst case scenario because I'm like this isn't what I want to do. Mm. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's a great place to do event marketing. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, but she's like, we're not going there. Where's another place? And I'm like, oh no. I'm like a high street, <laughs> and she's like. She's like, yeah, we're going to a high street. Where we're going is Motherwell. What? What? <laughs> what the hell? 
<laughs> so for people who don't know the geography of uh, Scotland, Edinburgh is not close to Motherwell. In fact, it's very far away, and it is nowhere that I know, and I, <laughs> I was well out of my comfort zone at this point. It's about an hour and a half drive, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Yes, yes it was. <laughs> and the whole way, I'm getting asked these interview questions. So that's uh, technically a three-hour interview, because you're having to go from Edinburgh to Motherwell, and then Motherwell back to Edinburgh again. Yes, and the, I was observing them doing a nine-to-five. Holy crap. So I wouldn't have got home until very late. What did? But I'm like, did you go with you me know or what? did you just say like, look, stop, I'm not going to mother Well, I can't hop out the car on like the, the highway. What am I going to do? Uh. Turn this car around, miss. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. Did you violently like, burp in her face? Take me honestly, home. Honestly, I, I was like, I was feeling pretty positive, okay? Because I was like, I want money. I'm like, maybe I'll go here. And it'll be a life-changing experience, and I'll find out that it's, this is definitely... It is life-changing. You what just I, got abducted by some... <laughs> this is what I want to do with my life. Uh, which is really funny, because if you look up the company online, people are saying, like, it's a cult, they won't pay you, they drive you into the middle of nowhere, it's really creepy. Are you serious? And if I was, like... If I was an anxious person, at that point, I would probably start freaking out. But since I'm, like, pretty chill, and I was pretty positive about the whole thing, I didn't commit suicide. That's good. So that's good. So um, you went to Motherwell and spent the entire day watching these people what talk to random people on the street with clipboards. Well, this this was like okay, I hadn't been told the client. So the, okay. I got told that we're going to Motherwell. Mm. I was like, maybe it'll be life changing. Maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be selling the coolest product on the planet. Okay, uh, I, I show up there. It's pouring with rain, oh, and we're on a high street. And she buys me a Pepsi and sits me in a Costa and gives me these tasks. And I'm sitting there doing these tasks being like, these are the simplest questions on the planet. Uh, not not to undermine their job. Like, I don't, like, they're, they're doing a good job. But, like, they're, I go out there and they're like, hey, would you like a subscription to this thing? What's your internet plan? Like, and I'm like, uh-oh, I don't want to do this. And then I'm like, what do I do? I'm in Motherwell. Uh, so I had to just, like... In there in the pouring rain, observing people selling a service that people don't want in the rain. I'm like, what do I do? So I just had to like bite the bullet and be like, listen, listen, guys, I don't think this is for me. And she's like, why not? I'm like, just watching you guys do this work is just, you know, I don't think I've got the abilities. I don't got the skills for it. <laughs> and I'm like. Like, uh, 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 to be fair, I, I don't think I did, would have the skills for it, but I had to just be like, listen, I know we're in Motherwell, but I'm going to go and just try and find my way home. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I, oh. I just left. I left the interview about an hour in uh, and had a very exciting journey See, from uh, Motherwell You should have just, like, gave me a call. I would have come and picked you up. I've been to Motherwell um, before. I know... Uh, I found the train station within like five minutes and just travelled home in style listening uh, to fair. podcasts and such. But that was definitely the weirdest. That was quite weird. Weirdest interview I've ever had God, ever. Such a strange experience from start to finish. The fact that you had no idea you were going to Motherwell before <laughs> you got in the car and you still got in the car anyway, not knowing where you were going to go. Like, I, so many decisions throughout this story. I'm like, wow, why did you do that? Why, why did you do that? Why did you do that? And you're in Motherwell. I'm like, oh my God. My God, Leo. It's the fact that an interview or the second stage of the interview, they didn't even bother telling you that you're going to be away for the majority of the day. Yeah, that's like it's just like, common courtesy. Yeah, it's like going, oh, don't, don't, don't worry. Um, normally, you would be back home in like an hour or two after a second exam, uh, a second ex- interview. But no, we're gonna we're gonna just bother and take you to some other place in Scotland. Way off, completely different place, and just waste your whole day. Well, the thing is, um, <clears throat> when they sit you in the reception, they make you sign a waiver oh, sort Jesus. of thing. It's like this is an observation day, uh, which the main thing that I locked onto was uh, you're not working during this period, so you can leave at any time. And then the whole way there, I was like, you can leave at any oh, okay. time. Mm-hmm. You can leave at any time. You can leave at any time. And it was just playing through my head the whole way. But, like, you know, 
also playing the whole way in my head was like, this the is a good story for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good story for the podcast. Yes, of course. Uh, oh my god. Get it for the Barky um, Boys, man. I'm proud. Yeah. Um, when I was there as well, uh, I got an email from another company being like, hey, we've seen your application uh, and we think you're perfect for our job in event marketing. Oh and I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm not responding to that. I don't think it's for me, boys. Uh, see, what would happen... So I'm thinking what's actually happened with them is they go, right, this is a really, really awesome job that we're wanting to give people. And uh, we want to have people who are actually dedicated, who are going to go through the whole process, no matter how crazy it seems. Who aren't going to fuck off after one hour in Motherwell. Exactly. Liam. <laughs> and then right at the end of it is actually like, oh yeah, we're going to take you onto this job where you can actually like go off and make YouTube videos for for us and we'll pay you £1 million a year. Yay! I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> now you'll never it definitely know. seemed that way. Yeah. Oh man, what a letdown. I shouldn't oh, have left. Shouldn't have. You should have st- stuck through to the end and then found your body in the... Uh, the thing is, as well, somewhere. is... Uh, the payment was commission based, which I learned. Um, All of it. Which also meant that you have to make sales to make money. Ooh, uh, because if it was good. otherwise, I would have probably seen it through because they seem to like me. But the fact that like you only get paid if you sell something. You so wait, so you've got things. no like salary or no like hourly rate at all. Everything is commission. Doesn't sound like it. That's crazy. But that's yeah. technically a zero hour contract then. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. That's like that's like that's like the kind of job where you go door to door and like I don't know, sell like Hoovers and stuff. It's as if you're self-employed. as well. Yeah, really essentially. Is. Well, that's what I said when I was leaving. I was like, listen, I like all this combined with um the fact that uh it's commission based, and she interrupts me and goes, "But you're an artist. You're already in commission based." But I'm like, "But I'm I'm enjoying what I'm doing." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not standing in the rain in a place that I don't know. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some of. Have you ever heard of a site called Glassdoor? I have, yeah. Glassdoor. I have. It's not basically where you can look up employers. Uh, so, um, I want to read you guys some of. I'm not gonna name the company, but I'm gonna read some of the reviews uh, for this company. Are, are you ready? I'm ready. So here. The f- the first one says perfect for graduates. I, I think that's as far as I I looked the first time I went, and I probably didn't read much more than that. The second one, on the other hand, okay, so so the first one is perfect for graduates. Full green green stars, like everything's green. Everything looks very positive. Uh, second review on this site is red, 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 uh, and then it says. Uh, avoid, avoid, avoid in all capital letters. Oh my god. <laughs> First day was a quick chat with the manager. Not much was explained and wasn't proper interview, but she was lovely, which is pretty much my experience. Mm. Uh, second day for the observation, I got taken to Glasgow without being told until I was already out of the car and out of em- already in the car and out of Embra. Uh, when I asked where we were going, the girl said, "Can't tell you." Honestly, felt like I was being abducted. <laughs> Had to cancel my doctor's appointment because of this, even though I was told beforehand I could go to the girl I was with. Said no, I needed to stay with her. Okay, so this person wasn't allowed to leave their interview. Oh my God. Basically, oh. is what that says. That's dodgy. the woman said. The woman said no. Luckily, I had a nice lady. The people that I was with were lovely. I mean, I imagine to uh, be in that, that kind of job where you're going out to lots of people on the street and just trying to offer them stuff, you have to be like a super charismatic, like outgoing person. Like a really nice, yeah, friendly It's like a trial by person. fire, but if your interview's a nine to. Well, I'm longer than a nine to five, because you've got to be there at like eight to get there on yeah. time. Uh, I'd imagine the hours are pretty rough and the payment is pretty crap unless you can sell things real yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, if you've got uh, I explain good... I don't want to work for a commission and need a stable job, but she continues to get annoyed by me and persuaded me to stay. She then makes me pay my own train home. Avoid this place in all capital letters. Oh <laughs> I mean, if you're selling crap. a good product, then maybe. But by what you're saying, it sounds like it's a really crap product or a, a service that you wouldn't really be 
using you're selling internet packages yeah. to people who doesn't have an internet connection it's like if you're signed into an internet connection you have a contract already yeah. So it's pretty tough to get out of mm. it. Like you'd have to pay like a disconnection fee and stuff. So you're pretty much doing a fruitless Isn't job. Like the hassle of changing is on a f- like if if like the the upgrade or improvement that uh, changing would get me would have to be significant enough for me to go through the hassle of like doing it in the first place. Mm. Like if it wasn't Even a that, or if upgrade, could do it bother. for you. Yeah. If you can go, okay, I give you permission to do this and change me over to your thingy. Uh, you cancel my other one and get me onto this one instead, kind of thing. If that's yeah. what it was, then sure. Um, this whole if story reminds me of uh, there's an episode of uh, the Sleepy Cabin, Sleepy Cast, um, <laughs> where Stamper's talking about a job that he had once, where he would go door to door and sell knives. Yes, I remember. This, this sounds like the start of that whole. Like it sounds like the same kind of job over here. With what do they call those? There's like it's like a scheme, or something. Is it a Ponzi? Yeah, Ponsi that's what I'm thinking it was. But I feel like that might be something Ponsi else. Ponzi schemes, I think, when you go, oh, if you buy into this, uh, it's also another name for a pyramid scheme, I think. Uh, yeah, but he had to like pay money for. They had to pay money for yeah. the knives to sell yeah, the knives. Yeah, so like you'd have to go uh, there. They they have a big bunch of knives, and then you buy a certain amount of them. And sell them back for more than you bought them for, uh, and then like obviously the more you sell, the more money you'll make, and then the higher up in the company you'll go. Uh, and it was really kind of dodgy and full of people who couldn't find jobs anywhere else. <laughs> it was pretty, it's pretty rough. Yeah, the whole thing was kind of alarm bells. I think if I was with worse people, and also if I was a more nervous person, like I, if I if it was me like a couple of years ago, I'd probably would have freaked yeah. out. Uh, now I'm a a bit more less of a nervous person, so I was pretty cool with it all. Also, like you know, I'm already bottom of the barrel, so I was <laughs> I was kind of just like maybe I should do this. Oh man, uh, I'll do anything for a dollar. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, maybe you should uh, start selling your stuff on. Is it Fiverr, the website? Oh god, start by selling, selling your stuff there. By selling your stuff, he means selling your stuff. Yeah. Oh. For five pounds, I will come on and suck your penis. And for five pounds? For come five on. pounds? Just five pounds? It's probably like a tenor site, right? Tenor, maybe. The tenor's probably like a, a, a website for like finding people who can sing really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very but good. um. Very clever. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> So that was pretty much uh, how my week went. Mm. How did you guys' weeks go? Um, I've really just been working away on uh, uni work since... Um, Always fun. Yeah. We had... Um, well, that as well as like trying to figure out what's happening with um, going to see this diabetic consultant and stuff. Cause, um, right. Basically... Last week you said that you were diabetes-free. Well, they said, oh, we don't think you're type 1. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't think I'm type 1 either, pretty much. And he went, well, what we're going to do is we're going to get you in for an urgent uh, mm. appointment. Urgent. And uh, it's been like two weeks uh, since the urgent appointment phone call, and I've not had a single word about an appointment yet. So it's a bit non-urgent by the sounds of it. But I've right. not even taken any insulin, and I still have like normal blood sugar levels, so I'm kind mm. of sitting here thinking yeah, I don't think I'm diabetic at all if anything so, I feel like that maybe worried me a bit more because if you're type 1 diabetic at least you know what it is but like you, yeah, were, you had I think low blood sugar for some other reason and you don't know why what I think it was is maybe had some sort of infection okay, or, or a flu or something like that that caused my pancreas to reduce working as well as what it used to for that moment in time but then afterwards I just uh kind of came back naturally rather than having antibiotics to kind of help out hmm. and therefore my uh, pancreas started working again and uh, yeah well I mean, at least you're feeling better and your signs yeah. are back to normal and stuff yeah the only thing is that my, my sleep pattern's been completely sent out of whack with it because um, one of them uh, it's called Humalog aka Lantis it's a long Atlantis. thing the last city Atlantis. of Atlantis? Oh my god. It's, I've, been, I've been injecting Atlantis into my body. <laughs> I found Aquaman last night. That's amazing. 
But no, um, it's called Lantis. It's a long-acting uh, insulin. Okay. And I think that one's making me drowsy as fuck. Oh. oh. So it was like, I would have it the night... Like, I would, I'd always take it at the same time, every night, about 10 o'clock. And um, by the next morning, I would be... I could not wake up kind of thing. It would be like, alarm goes off, I'd still be knackered, lying in bed, just like, fuck it, I'll just stay in bed. Maybe I I'd be waking up at like 12, that. 1 o'clock kind of thing. I think my body might naturally produce that. I think I, my sleep pattern is so... It's so screwed. And it's, Don't even get me started. It's terrible. Man. That's like, I have I have work at eight a.m. most mornings, and so like I'll, I'll go to bed at like three a.m. because I can't sleep, and wake up at six, and I'm like, oh my Jesus Christ, this is awful. And then like spend the day half asleep, and then come back and sleep for twelve hours straight. Go to work again, come back and stay up till three four in the morning. I'm like, just why can't I sleep a regular amount of time? <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> See, uh, that's the thing with me. I used to be able to just go to bed at, like three o'clock in the morning, get up at about eight o'clock, it'd be fine, no problems whatsoever. As soon as my alarm was off, like alarm went off, I was up and I was going. Now it's like alarm goes off. I'm like. <laughs> and it's all been after since the uh, the insulin and all that. Oh man! So it's completely thrown me off my sleep pattern and everything. It's so hard to get but, back on track as well. Yeah, I have the same problem. But like my my major problem with the whole thing is like when I was at like uni or I had stuff to do is like okay I know why I'm waking up. Yeah. But like if my alarm goes off at like whatever time I set it for it, it started at nine, and now it's like ten. And then it's like I put on snooze till 11 and now I'm just like sleeping through it because it's like my body's just like, hey, you got nothing on today. It's like I need I need to give myself some sort of motivation. It's a pain in the ass. Give me a job, idiots. <laughs> I will give you a job, cheese. Five bucks and you can suck my pain. <laughs> Sound good? Sounds about as good as editing a podcast for free, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, don't worry when the when the burgy bucks start rolling in, well, our crypto, our oh, cryptocurrency totally burgy bucks, uh, we'll be able to we'll get you in on that. You know what? Oh. Right now, I'll do, I'll do a cash injection of twenty thousand burgy bucks just for you, cheese. Oh, thank don't worry, you. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's on me. I, I I'll just wait. wear it to you right now. I think uh, uh, I think we need to design our own currency and like have it like printed off. And we could like start selling it off to people as actual currency called Berkey Bucks. It's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. <laughs> a Ponzi scheme, yeah. <laughs> they can sell it on for more money. It's like this is one Berkey Buck. This is actually worth two pounds. So you need to pay me two pounds, and then you can sell it on for four pounds to make yourself a profit down the line. Here we go. <laughs> Just it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> but you also have to pay me ten percent of your earnings. So uh, make sure to get yourself some profit, and just continuously put that down the line. So you you'd only sell one burgie buck, but that burgie buck right. goes for about ten thousand pounds down the line, and you get like four ninety nine percent of it, of the profit. That's a great uh -oh. deal. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's that? <laughs> Oh, it's the time for Trump's tweets. Oh, the Trump's treat. Trump Trump's treats. <laughs> Trump's treats. Oh, they're kind of like treats for the, for the mind, you know. Yeah, Misty. Yes. Um, has any Trump tweet jumped out to you this week? Actually, there has been four tweets altogether, oh but my three gosh. of them are retweets, which are actually just really stupid. And okay, one's like tell a, us the tale. Right. The first one, I'll, I'll cover the tweet that I find absolutely hilarious straight off. Um, the one that he made himself. It says, Time Magazine called to say that I am probably, in capital letters, going to be named man, and in brackets, person of the year, like last year. But I would have to agree to an interview and a major photo shoot. I said, probably is no good, and took a pass. Thanks anyway. <laughs> I heard about this. <laughs> I mean, fuck off! Oh my god, that's like something. Like, a I'm kind of a big deal. A school kid <laughs> like go to like a playground and say, "Yeah, my dad works for Nintendo, and he exactly. said that I was going to be in the next Mario game because they're going to fire well, the Mario." Best part about I'm this whole situation, Mario, but I passed on it because I like Sega instead. <laughs> 
the best part of the situation is Trump forgets that everybody else has Twitter, and they they replied, uh, and they basically said that we we never we never tell anyone ever if they're gonna be person of the year. Oh my so, god! So they were just like, Trump, please yeah. stop lying, mate, mate. Come on, that's brilliant. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, he's such a special, special boy. It's the way he's worded it as well. It's like I said, probably so is no good, and took a pass. <laughs> Fuck off! You're a fucking president. Oh, what the fuck's God. wrong with you? How is he president? Oh. And again, no. it's like I would have to agree to an interview and a major photo shoot. It's like, yeah, that's just publicity, which you would definitely jump at. You fucktard. Fuck's sake. Oh. Now the other one that I've seen was actually free retweets of um, what's probably as equal in racism as uh, Trump is or equally racist as Trump is um, a Britain Wait, hold fir- on Britain a second first. are you saying that President of the United States could be a racist? Um, well, going by these uh, retweets yes <laughs> I'm just saying that because that's exactly what I said last <laughs> week <laughs> um, basically in the UK we have this um, group who call themselves Britain First, who are pretty much racist against all kind of, like, immigration of any, like, any group of people. It's like, oh, Islamics, oh, can't have them, oh, it's, the, oh, that's really bad, but blah, 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 blah. Strangely, their leader looks a lot like, uh, well, a lot like Donald Trump, it's, it's peculiar, actually. Mm, very much, with a little kind of uh, black uh, moustache bit right underneath his nose, it just fits just underneath his nose, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Let's move on. But um, basically, the um, the Britain first person had put like put up free tweets of apparent Muslim kind of things, um, where one is a Muslim immigrant teach, uh, beats up a Dutch boy on crutches. That's the first video, and then another one destroying a statue of Virgin Mary. And then another one of an Islamist mob pushing a teenage boy off roof and beating him to death. And, and Trump's, retweeted, Trump's retweeted all three of those videos. The thing is, right? The, Without context as well. Yeah, he just he just did it. Like, I think it as well, the, the person who he retweeted it from, they were, they were it wasn't like a recent one. He would have had to have scrolled through to look for one specific one to retweet, apparently. That's, that's part of it. The other part is, um, the video is... That you retweeted, or apparently posted by like an internet sort of troll, they're like fake. So yeah. it wasn't this. They're fake ones, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't. It wasn't like, a Muslim boy uh, immigrant beating up a boy in crutches. It was a Dutch boy beating up a Dutch boy yeah. with crutches. <laughs> it's like, oh look, Muslims. Oh, can't have that kind of thing. It was all just fake stuff. And then the person who actually tweeted them in the first place has. Uh, has been like, oh my god, Trump has retweeted our stuff, this is amazing, thank you so much, Trump, blah, 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 like, all really hyped up about Trump basically promoting their racist shit. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a bit crazy. It's, it's so strange to think he's the same guy that was so sad that Kim Jong-un wouldn't be his friend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think this is the same guy who was in a Pizza Hut advert. Mm. He was in a pizza hut. He was in Homeland too, as well. I think, right? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's the one who he helps Kevin find his way. He shows up for five seconds, and he's like, "Hey, Mister, can you help me find where I'm going?" He's like, "Short thing, Ken. I'm Donald Trump, and I know these hotels like the back of my day." <laughs> Am I right in saying that that was one of Trump Tower's films? And um, yeah, probably. Basically, if anybody films something in one of his towers. They have to agree to put him in the movie at some point, because they've done that on something else. Um, I mean, to be fair, if for whatever reason I owned a chain of hotels and people were filming a movie in it, I'd want to be in the yeah. movie too. Yeah, I, I but, think that's the one thing that me and Trump can agree on. <laughs> but that's the thing; they were paying him for using his his place, and then he was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, sure." Um, as long as you also put me in your film as well. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, if 
uh, the Avengers new film, like they're having a big destruction in the city, and they have like one of the, one of the Trump towers gets destroyed. You just see like Trump in the building, one the windows going, "Oh no!" That's like an alien flies <laughs> at the side of it or something like that. See, I would totally like put Trump in my film if I was one of the Avengers uh, doing one of the Avengers films, but I'd make him Hydra. I'd be like, "Oh, it turns out Trump is Hydra." Oh, just like have him like. I'd whisper. make him the main character. <laughs> I'd make him Captain America, and then people would stop making Marvel movies, and it would be Christmas. Uh, I'm so over Marvel movies right now. They just released the day that we're recording this. They released the Infinity War trailer. Yeah, I quite like look of it. Yeah, to be honest, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be what everyone expects it to be. It's gonna have lots of good visual effects, and there's gonna be explosions, but there's no way it's gonna be. A fun, interesting, and thought-provoking movie because well, you can't focus on movie. any goddamn character. The Civil War had the same problem. But that, it was like that's the thing, though. That's a, all... ma- a major plot, like a plot line in the the Marvel comics was the whole Civil War um, storyline. I don't care. Line. They've only got like a couple of hours, and they've got all of these characters. And I'm like, they're either gonna just focus on Captain America, or I'm just not gonna be interested in anyone. I think, well, that's the thing. They've got the Avengers and the Secret Avengers. The Avengers is the ones who are led by Tony Stark, pretty much. The Secret Avengers is the ones who are basically not assigning the... But a little bit of a spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Civil Don't War. Don't do it. Which, it's been out long enough, I think folk probably... Don't do it. It's not an excuse. Don't do it. It's all about signing the... Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't spoil things. Well, it's, just, it's hardly just a skip spoiler. forward I mean, 30 seconds. Okay, yeah, spoil, say it now, Misty, say it quick and efficiently. So Misty's explaining it, it'll be like <laughs> a minute. No, no, it's literally just signing this thing saying, oh yeah, we will abide by these rules, and we will be basically controlled by somebody else. Uh, the Sokovia Accords is what it's called. And um, okay. that's the, the main one of the whole thing of Civil War. It basically went, oh no, these ones don't want to sign this. These ones do say it's fine, and have signed it. Basically going, we've split the ones who have signed it are the uh, the Avengers. The ones who have not signed it are the secret Avengers. They go off and do things in the background. In secret. In the That's secret club it. treehouse at the back okay. of Stark so, What point are you trying to make here, though? There's still too many characters. <laughs> so there are going to be two like, groups led by... Well, that's the thing. Guardians of the Galaxy have lots of characters. It's like, they've got four, five main characters. Yeah, well, five main characters plus all the different ones who are on the... the, the I don't want to spoil things again. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the second one, yeah, but the, the first one was very easy to watch because there was just five main characters and they all operated as a singular group and it was easy to follow. I think my um, biggest problem with Infinity War kind of? is that I think it was originally supposed to be two movies, but they cut it down because uh, for one reason or another, two movies was going to be too much. Because ADHD generation, we can, nobody can focus for more than two minutes They've been building world. up Thanos as this big bad guy. Uh, for technically is for a while, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, if he, if this is just one movie, he's gonna show up. They're gonna spend thirty seconds quickly showing all the different heroes that they've got and future heroes that they haven't even probably made films of yet. And then they're gonna like twenty minutes Thanos being killed. <laughs> that's the movie. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't feel like they're gonna have enough time to do any of it justice. That being said, like they've spent so much time building up all the characters outside of the movies, they're not going to have to spend any time on character development. Really, they can just spend it on storytelling. So if they have a good plot down, and like don't try and force too many people on screen at the same time, it might be okay. They're going to force everyone on screen, Bojack. I I showed up to see Black Panther. Here he is, guys. Whoa, best movie ever. I showed up to see Captain America. Here he is, boys. Oh, five out of five. <laughs> That's like literally all Marvel is right now. Oh, dude! I heard the the the, the Hulk's in this one. Oh, there he is! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, like, oh, what you want? You think you're gonna see a Spider movie and like Spider Man's not gonna be there? Like, come on! Stupid, stupid, annoying, dumb. I'm getting a bit fed up with them as well. Like, I went to go and see Thor Ragnarok. Um, I've not mm-hmm. seen that yet. Okay, I wouldn't Me spoil that. But I'll say it was enjoyable, but like, and if it was the only Marvel film to exist, I'd be like, this is a great film, I really like it, Bet one of the better films of the year. But I've already seen so many other films similar to it. Like, it was different enough from the rest of them, but not so much so that I'm like, you know, 
Let's make a ten hundred more of these, but that's obviously what Marvels are gonna do. Hey, I, I'm a really big fan of Loki. There Yay! he is! Ah! <laughs> Stupid. Although Jeff Goldblum's in it, so you know I kind of just made my point moot because I'd go see he it for him. Does that a lot to film, <laughs> exactly. I kind of wish he was in it more. I wish the whole film was just Jeff Goldblum doing his thing. Oh, Jeff Goldblum! There <laughs> he is! Yay! Liam's appeased. <laughs> There we go, like that's how to sell a movie. Maybe you should just make hey, Jeff Goldblum far like. and just be done with they it. They should make Jeff Goldblum the Marvel movie where it's just he plays himself but there's like Tony Stark shows up. Gives uh, him a suit of armor and, and then uh No no no, not even. Just like like it's just <laughs> Jeff Goldblum <laughs> going about his day to day. Uh I mean that's kinda of the, ca- that's sort of most like, of the I, character he plays in Thor Ragnarok, to be honest. He's just himself. Uh, okay, that's fair. It's also set in some weird, uh, colourful space yeah. future. See, that's what I like about the uh, the Marvel films. Um, Ursula's brother was actually talking about this the other day. The ones that are set on Earth, all really dull looking, like the, um, the colour palettes are really saturated. It's because Earth is Whereas boring, I want to die. All the ones that are like desaturated would be des- well desaturated. Then I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not an artist. I don't know about colors and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here, Thank boys. You. Thank you, Pete. you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. This will be a good talk. I'm gonna go off to see my favorite Marvel movie, uh, Rumblestein. Dark Man. Rumblestein. <laughs> but um, all the ones that are set off-world, really, really good color pads, like really bright and uh, like exaggerated kind of colours like Doctor Strange when it goes to the uh, the different dimensions and stuff all really colourful not, not seen it oh, Doctor Strange is a good film uh, I'm trying to think the Marvel movie that I gave up on I think it was like does Deadpool count? that may have been the last Deadpool, Ant-Man Deadpool's separate I uh, think Ant-Man's Ant-Man was I saw Civil War and I remember being really disappointed with Civil War because it just didn't make any sense to me did it not? did you open your eyes when you watched it? yeah movie? because like it it seems to they they really push it. It's like Iron Man versus Captain America a, a lot yeah. of the time. It works better like than the comic the, book because the comic it's their conflicting views. Yeah. I, well, then I would hate the comic book well, because uh, it was just like Captain America's wrong. It's pretty much <laughs> the movie for me. It's like, hey, I'm Captain America. I'm wrong, and like Tony's like, hey, come see some sense, and he's like, no, I'm Captain America. He actually trumps him. Mm. He's just like, I'm Trump. No, it just annoys me. It annoys, the whole thing is just like Captain America having his own like weird personal reason and closed-minded view, and he's just like, "No, Tony, no, I'm Captain America." I think it was all no. based on the fact that um, his best friend Bucky, who was a Winter Soldier, had just like turned up, and he didn't think it was him that caused all the shit, and. If he did go by the the rules of what they were doing, would mean that he would literally have to go out and hunt his own best friend. Whereas, yeah, well, you can just say no to that and then sit it out, but you can't admit that like you can't admit that like the Bucky did nothing wrong because he did. Everyone knows it. Yeah, Everyone even though he was brainwashed it. at the time, though. It doesn't matter. He's still just that's shut why up. you're I wrong. Think we should all just watch DC films because they're so much better, right, guys? <laughs> Suicide Squad is my favourite movie. Suicide Squad was the best. The thing is, like, yeah, the Marvel films are kind of generically okay. Like, they're, they're enjoyable enough to watch. Oh, yeah, like, if you want to watch a film that, like... It's like, you can watch a film like... Oh, give me give me an example of, like, a thought-provoking movie, because I've went dead right now. Uh, um, Cars 3. Green Lantern movie. <laughs> Misty, this is two podcasts in a row you've brought up Green Lantern and you've brought it up between them as well. Please just stop. It's like stop good talking film. about the Green Lantern movie. It's like good it's film. Not. <laughs> nobody in nobody in their right mind would ever you say that. Watch. Okay, you could watch a thought provoking movie like The there Room. You go. Perfect. Uh, yeah, there and, you go. <laughs> and and it would be like you'd be thinking about all these points and why they did these camera shots and like the interesting dialogue, but you can also go see like a kick-ass action movie where there's explosions and people getting beat up in yeah. cool suits, that's and that's Marvel, uh, Marvel movies are like the generic action films from the eighties of today. It's not that I do, like. It's not that I don't enjoy them. Like I like. I love stupid like silly action movies, but it's just how many can you fit in in a year? Like, come on. 
Cut me some slack. If they made one kick-ass action movie a year and put all their budget into that, man, you'd have a kick-ass action movie. Good. Um, but yeah. I guess it goes back to, you know, Escape from New York is the best movie ever made, and it's like, how's anybody ever going to top <laughs> that? Green Lantern movie. <laughs> Escape from New York is fantastic. Mm. Like they should remake that with superheroes, I think. Escape from Avengers City uh, with Captain America. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. That'd be Escape from Disney Contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Starring Nicolas Cage as... Half past seven. It's quarter past seven. Mm. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is quarter past seven. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is quarter past seven in the movie Escape from Disney Contract. <laughs> it's quarter past seven, and it's another it's seven hours and fifteen minutes into the movie, and it's all based on Tony's- a twenty-four hours kind of uh, series. With the trailer is like uh, Tony Stark for like 50% of it, Nick Cage for 10% and uh, explosions for the rest of it. I like it. It sounds like it'd make a a bundle. I watch any film Nick Cage is in. Okay. Um, before we start wrapping things up or drawing to a close, there was some, uh, some points that our comment section addressed because we, we brought up to, we brought up to people that if you leave comments, we will see them. Yeah, we And we will possibly read them. Uh, I believe what we asked people was what they do when they listen to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, that was our outro question last time. Uh, which we got we got a few questions, a few question answers to because <laughs> words. Uh, Linkario, our boy, me, Mister Originalist, said that he listens he listens to the podcast whilst he plays Siege, which is blows my mind how you can listen to anything whilst playing that game. Uh, uh, we got. The Emerald Necklace Demon said that uh, blah, 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 they just listened to the podcast. Uh, and then Shifty, our boy, mm-hmm. uh, he he addressed a few points. Because I was like, do people listen with headphones in? Uh, Shifty actually listens to the podcast on speaker. Oh, speaker-ish. my gosh. Oh, that's a, that's so a we bold could move. really troll Shifty right now. We could troll uh, Shifty like, oh, Shifty, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Stick it in my butt, Shifty. Oh, that's it. Oh, yes. Oh, I like that, Shifty. Go on. Oh, that's harder. Don't tell your mum I'm here. No, Mrs. Shifty, don't come in here. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome, Shifty. Oh, he also said that you can't have an eidetic memory for audio. Which is uh, a huge flaw in the canon of this podcast because you taught me about eidetic yeah. memory last podcast, but it would be echoic oh, memory. Shit. But you were si- you were audio. talking about you were remembering the image of something, weren't you? I can't remember. I can't Neither remember. Can I, uh, but I a comment section. Either of those memories. I mean, the comment section never lies. You'd Don't have an eidetic memory if you're remembering a, an image of something. To remember you can't even to remember what was said, one. though. Yeah, you're trying to correct the thing that you can't remember. Don't worry about <laughs> but it. It's an fine. echoic memory would be if you can remember how something sounds. I'll tell you what, we definitely don't have an echoic memory because we can't remember what was <laughs> what said. What we're talking about now. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so those are a few things. <clears throat> we also got a whole bunch of tweets. People have been listening to the podcast, which is nice. Um, we're up to like we we hit hundred oh, views, I nice. think. Uh, not on our singular podcast, but on the yeah. entire channel. Yay! Uh, Make sure to share out that video and say hi to folks and be like, "Yo, well, Crumbus Bombus boy." Can, can I be so bold as boy. to set out a mission, maybe for our, our Burgy boys? If you like, I would love that. If you go onto uh, the the uh, the page, the YouTube page, there's like a there's a short little teaser clip, right? All you want to do, all you want to do, is take that. And then find a friend in real life. Get it on your phone, right? Find a friend in real life. And then just get them in a room and be like, hey, friend, Tied stop. Time to the chair. Time to the chair. Get some rope first. <laughs> duct tape. Rope. Put some speakers on. Put some speakers on. Get them. And get them to listen to it, right? And then pull up their phone and subscribe to the Crumbus Bumbus YouTube channel. Uh, exactly. And spread it around. Or just, you know, tell, tell a friend. Tweet okay, about so it. Just to repeat that, you want them to play the teaser... Play the whole thing to them. To someone. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Until it's like, 
ingrained okay. in their memory. Or you know, you could just tweet it out or tell a friend because that would really that would that would help us out. You know, people would find the podcast. It would help, but I think um, tying somebody to a chair and just would, torturing them with that would help uh, more. our our jammings is yeah, that definitely, definitely help more. <laughs> Please don't do that. Do that. Please do it to somebody. For you legal don't reasons, like. I have to advise you not to do that. Uh, we do, do not take any responsibility for you tying people to chairs. Don't do it to somebody uh, you enjoy. Um, we will. We don't do it to someone you will enjoy. Don't what? do it to somebody you or don't somebody who do it. Don't somebody who don't do, do it to, <laughs> don't do it to <laughs> someone that you like. There you go. I, I don't. Do, 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 have you, do, have do, you ever had a dream? Have you ever had a dream that you could be anyone? I you but I just put a dream On that note <laughs> I, I think we've uh, <laughs> we've forgotten how to speak so we should probably round up. Yeah. Uh everybody you know the drill. Fill your sleeping bags, uh, climb inside them. Uh remember, leave us a cheeky comment, it might get read out. If you have any questions, if you have anything you want us to cover uh, the comments is the place for that. Yes. Again, we still don't have anywhere to download it, but if you if you want to find a cheeky way to do that, you can. Um, subscribe if you haven't already. I have been Cheese Fund. I've been Portugal. We've been the Perky Boys. Goodbye. Bye. Shifty. Shifty pill. We shifty. To me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Danzos.